I'm striking my vital signs, draw my battle lines, going to war again. Feeling the rhythm inside of my chest, all I need is just a pen. I know I was born for this. I know I was born for this. Well, welcome everyone to the 21st episode of the Bamboo Lab. I'm your host, Brian Bosley, and for the past quarter century, I've had the amazing and distinct pleasure of working with some of the top peak performers around the world. And what we're doing here today is we're bringing those ideas and concepts and strategies directly to you, to your earbuds, to your office, to your car, and to your home. Do you ever feel like you're just underachieving in life a little bit? You're stuck on that hamster wheel and you're spinning and spinning, but just you're not advancing in the, in the, to the level you'd like. And you know, just deep down, you know you have so much more to give to yourself, to your loved ones, and to the world as a whole. Well, if so, you've landed in the right spot. This podcast was created, written, broadcast just for you, all you strivers, thrivers, and survivors out there. If you'd like to learn more about what we do here at the Bamboo Lab, more about my private coaching, my speaking and writing, please reach out directly to me at any time. My email is brian, that's brian with an I, at bamboolab3, and that's the number 3.com. Brian at bamboolab3.com. Today, I want to recognize a couple of new listeners. I think it was a little bit homesick for my former city, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I want to recognize today, John L. from Grand Rapids. And I want to rec- uh, recognize Colin H. out of uh, small town Hastings, Michigan, right south of Grand Rapids. I got a heart letter today. Uh, I didn't get it today. I got it a while ago, but I got to want to read it today because I've been wanting to read this one. This comes out of a small suburb of Dallas, Texas. It was written to me, uh, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And I just haven't read it yet. This person says, Brian, look at you, consistently cutting the brush and stepping outside your comfort zone. Your new platform is authentic. Thank you for sharing. I'm enjoying being part of this new growth experience you're living. World changer, life bringer, kicking his own fear in the face so he can help a lot more people. Good stuff. Thank you, Dallas, Texas. We, I appreciate that a great deal. I really do. Uh, just a little update. We are now in 18 countries. So we did pick up the country of Slovakia. We got some listeners there. We're actually getting a little bit of traction in um, the Bay of Plenty, which is a region of New Zealand. We're getting a little small little group of people following us there, which is kind of cool. We are in 32 states around the country and 340 cities. So... That's good news. We're growing. Uh, This episode is dedicated to the three youngest people in my life. The three youngest people who are in my zone of love. Dawson, Peeler, and Cub. May you take the wisdom that we're sharing today and always use it. And always expect it. Dawson and Jack, please always use this. Peeler, please always expect this. This was written for you three. Let's dissect. You know, over the past, I don't know, couple of months maybe, I've really been struggling, I would say, with some issues of my childhood. Things surfacing for the first time, things resurfacing. And, uh, you know, they say that those things happen when you are at your peak in life or when you are at your strongest. 
And that's when your mind and heart can handle those things. So they tend to resurface, whether that's through some biological necessity or is it something that's divine from up above? I don't know. But I think there's a lot of truth to it. And as most of you probably know, or at least the ones who listened to the first podcast, um, I had the uh, I grew up without a father. My father passed away four or five months shy of my fifth birthday. Grew up with an amazing mother, though, uh, who stepped up and and uh, filled the role rather well. But you know, I think people would think that growing up with a father is, without a father is a disadvantage. You know, in a lot of ways, yeah, there, it, it is, it has been, and it still does haunt me at times and affect me at times. But the one advantage I think I did have is I didn't have a set role model to look to. So I think when you have that set role model in life, you tend to become that person. You tend to say, what my dad is, I'm going to become. You might not notice faults. You only see the good. Where I had to consciously look for the good behavior in the men around me as I grew up and still do. And I had to look for the bad behavior. And I had to make sure that I consistently try to always to exhibit the good and not the bad. And this is where today's topic comes from. Now, today's topic, a little disclaimer, everything I've shared with you on these, I probably have, I probably have um, not done anyone. I, I, I've messed up on every one of these in my life. I don't think I'm any one of these I've done consistently over and over, but I do have a set of values that I try to follow for being a man. This podcast isn't for everybody. If you believe in toxic masculinity, it's probably not for you. If you believe that men are the scourge of society, this probably is not for you. This is not going to be political. This is just my viewpoints on what it means to be a man in today's world. The title of this is Things My Dad Would Have Told Me. Here we go. Make eye contact. My God, do I see this a lot. When you're talking to somebody, look them in the eye. Show them that you are engaged, that they are worthy of your time and energy and focus. Shake their hands. The sign of shaking hands is symbolic. It simply means I do not have a weapon. I'm not here to harm you. I'm here to greet you. Do that. Or hug. I think there's nothing better than two men greeting each other with a good hug. Open doors for the people behind you going in or out of a building. Your spouse, other women, or anybody for that matter. Hold doors open. This is one of those things where very few times do I get my blood pressure riled when I watch a person's behavior. But when I see a man walk into a store or out of a store or building and they just let the door flop behind them, especially if you know they know somebody's behind them, it just boils my blood in my veins. You want to grab them by the hair and pull them back out and say, okay, you're going to do this again the right way. Redo. Hold doors for people, especially women, especially your spouse. We don't do that to say you need us to hold the door because we're stronger. You do it because you're saying I respect you enough to just want to make your day a little bit easier, to do my part. Here's another one. Most men aren't aware of this rule. 
It's a very good rule. Protect your family's blind side. I just happened to see that movie last week, The Blind Side. When you're walking on a, uh, down a sidewalk or on the side of a road, you walk on the street side. You let them walk on the inside or the outside, I guess it would be. You put your body between your family and the road. You get If a car comes off the road, you take the hit. Protect them. And that goes for everything you do. Protect your loved ones. Protect them ruthlessly. You protect them physically. You protect them emotionally. You always let them know, no matter where you travel, I'm standing guard behind you. And while I'm here, nothing's going to harm you. A couple more that are, these next two are kind of the same. Moderate your alcohol and don't do drugs. So it's pretty simple. Everybody likes it. Most people like a drink here or there. Just moderate it. You control it. Don't let it control you. And stay your ass away from drugs. Which goes to the next one. Take care of your body intensely. Lift weights. Do cardio. Meditate. Yoga. Do vi- Take your vitamins. Eat right. Show them that you want to be around long enough to see them grow up. To grow old with your spouse. Be the role model so that they take care of their physical fortress as they, as they grow up. And let your wife know, your spouse know, I care about you enough that I want to spend as many years as I can with you. So I'm doing everything I can to take care of this body. Next one. Focus maniacally on your profession. Whether you are a CEO or a ditch digger, be the best damn one you can be. Be the hardest working person in your office or in the plant or on the shop floor. Don't let anybody ever out hustle you. Role model to your son how to be a man and role model to your daughter how to be treated by a man. Another one, never eat the last popsicle. A friend of mine once told me that her ex-husband would always be the person that if there was one popsicle in the fridge would pull it out and eat it. And not consider that maybe she would want it or one of the, her, the children might want it. Whatever your popsicle is, don't eat the last one. Save it for them. Do little things like that. Little notes for your wife. I love you. Get her coffee in the morning. Carry in the groceries. Do dishes. Do yard work. Do housework of all sorts. Put the toilet seat down. Being a man isn't always some grand heroic effort that we must do. Being a man is sometimes and oftentimes, if not 95% of the time, it's small, subtle acts. And those small, subtle acts are so easy to forget. I look at my role in my family, and that is three things I have to do. Love them, support them, and protect them. Love them, support them, and protect them. And those sound large, but it's the small little things inside of there. Some of the things we've just mentioned. 
Those are the things that allow me to love, support, and protect them. Another one. Be on time. Always. If you can't be, let them know ahead of time. There is a very, There are very few things in this world that show lack, less respect to another human being than being late. To be a man means to say something and do that thing. I'll be there at 5.15. Be there at 5.14. Don't be there at 5.20. Little things. Be the man you needed to be, that you needed in your life when you were young. And be the man that you will be proud to have been when you die. Have tolerance bands. A tolerance band simply is what you will tolerate in this world. And on some things, have very wide tolerance bands. On the way other people live their lives, show tolerance. But when it comes to things like protecting your family, cherishing your family, loving your family, supporting your family, have very narrow tolerance bands on yourself. Tolerate only the best out of yourself and tolerate only the best out of the people who inter, who interject into your family. Cherish your spouse. Cherish your wife, your girlfriend, your lover, your partner. Cherish that person. That person is your hub. That person is the most important person in your life. Some might argue that the children are more important. If that's the case, I feel sorry for the children. The children need to see that mom and dad or the parents are each other's most important asset or person. That's how we role model. Filter your words. (laughs) I laugh because that's one I struggle with so often. Filter your words, man. Screen them out. Those little demons in your head, those things you want to say when you're sad, upset, angry, or scared. Try to put a picture, a screen or a filter from that brain to your mouth that you can stop it and filter it out and say, okay, how do I really want to say this? Don't let your spouse or your children see you angry and out of control. Heal from your past. You got demons, you got dragons that you're still battling. You got wounds and scar tissue from your childhood or or your life prior to them. Work on healing yourself. Therapy, journaling, reading, whatever it takes. Heal for yourself so that you can be the best damn man for your loved ones in their lives. Another one my dad would have told me. Dress accordingly. Apparently my dad was a pretty up-to-date dresser for a man um, in his mid-30s. In the late 1960s, he kept up with the bell bottoms and things of that nature. That's something my brother told me, and I always remember that. Dress accordingly. Don't always feel like you have to have a three-piece suit on. Sometimes they need to see you in your jeans. But dress accordingly to the environment you are in. Stand by your beliefs. But be open to potential challenges. Truth is not a numbers game, man. You can stand alone on an issue and still be right. But be open to hearing other people's opinions. If, if the worst that can happen is, is you, you learn something new. If not, it just more firmly solidifies and cements your own belief. 
don't ever think that you lead the family. I know that's going to catch a few people, maybe some Christian people off guard a little bit. But you, you know what? Leadership of a family is a, is, a, is a joint job. You share that job with your wife, with your spouse, with your partner. You have strengths. She has strengths. Use them accordingly. Equal partnership. When you go out, buy dinner. Always offer to pay. Don't drink and drive. Wear cologne. <laughs> I, I'm not much of a cologne wearer. Um, and then when Kelly bought me cologne, I, maybe for Christmas, I'm not sure, I started wearing it, but only on special occasions until she said, you know, you can wear cologne whenever you want. And I do like the, the smell of it. I just never really... Never really bought it. I think I did back in the maybe the early 2000s. I was I bought cologne a couple of times, but I would just buy GQ magazine and use the free samples and rub them on my neck if I had a date or was going was going out somewhere. So, but that's a big one, man. I mean, I, I mean, wear cologne. And here, here's what I'm doing. I'm just telling you things my dad would have told me. Love and respect your wife's family. You might not like them. You might not get along with them. You might not have the same beliefs. I don't know. Hopefully you do. But if you don't, it doesn't matter. Love and respect them. Because of them, you have her. Spend time outdoors. And I'm not just saying to go out there and do manly things like cut down trees and wrestle grizzly bears. Just spend time outdoors. Because being outdoors makes you a better person. We live in a culture where we spend far too less time outside or on social media or watching television we're playing video games we're doing all these other things and that rots our brains over time go back to a former podcast i believe it was podcast number 19 with katya pansar and uh go out and buy her book everyday sisu and she talks about the incredible benefit to green therapy being out amongst green the forests parks spend time outdoors Be financially responsible. Be financially responsible. Know that you are being counted on for the generation you are in and for future generations. If your spouse is cold, offer her your coat. Freeze your ass off if you have to. But offer her your coat and make her take it if you can. Don't say, would you like my coat? Take your coat off and put it around her shoulders. Tell the truth. My God, tell the truth. It's a tough one. But be honest. A Pew Research study just showed that that's the number one most attractive feature in a man in our country is honesty. Be an honest man. Never strike first in a physical altercation, but always strike hardest. And that's true in most things in life. Never strike first, but make sure you strike hardest. I remember my dad, now this was, he didn't say this to me, but he told my brothers, according to legend anyway, um, that if somebody uh, hurts your sisters on the playground or at school, you better protect them or don't come home pretty rough especially as 
looking at it from the lens of 2022, but sound advice. It goes back to protecting your loved ones ruthlessly. Put the toilet seat down. That's a that's another one of those small things. Put the damn seat seat down. Just shows that, you know, you get it. They're coming in next. They don't need to put their, their hands on a dirty toilet seat. Don't debate with three types of people. Two-year-olds, drunks, and extreme people with extreme political views. Don't debate with them. Don't waste your time. Men don't spend time debating with those three types of people. And another one maybe is know your spiritual position. You don't have to be Christian or, or atheist or agnostic. It doesn't matter what you are. Just know your position. Be aware of your spiritual position and be, be okay talking about it. That's my list that I've come up with so far. There's so much more to be put on here. And maybe a few things will be taken off. But all it is is an attempt to think about what my dad would have told me and to apply those, some of this wisdom to those three amazing young people in my life. Some of you might look at this and say, well, a lot of that was very, uh, maybe sounded even homophobic, genderphobic. I don't know. It wasn't intended to. This is just a little lesson that I want to pass on. And hope that some of you out there, some of you men can say, I got three things out of this that I can do better to be a man in today's society. And for you women out there with men in your life who are, or maybe who are between really in relation, between the relationships is know now maybe you can expect something better from the man in your life or the future man in your life. You know, Jordan Peterson said it best. Maybe I already quoted this at the beginning of the podcast. This podcast was tough for me to do. I got to be honest. I had to do it, redo it a couple of times today. So I don't know if I already said this, but it's worth repeating if so. He said, if you think tough men are dangerous, just wait until you see what weak men are capable of. If you think tough men are dangerous, just wait until you see what weak men are capable of. All right, that's all we've got today. I hope you all out there enjoy this beautiful start to your week. Go out there, make a difference, sculpt your life, and help others sculpt their lives. Show love and respect and appreciation and understanding to the people you love most in this world. Strive for your best and live and do it consciously and intently. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless your friends, and by all means, God bless your beautiful dreams. Can't stop. They just don't get it. I